Hello, Iowan. Congratulations to the Iowa Hawkeyes. That was a big win today. I'm thrilled to be back. That was a big win. It all started right here, and we're going to keep it here, number one, right? We're going to keep it here. The fairgrounds, so they broke a record tonight. In the history of the fairgrounds, I don't know how old it is, but in the history of the fairgrounds, this is the most people they've had, so thank you very much. And all of you are hardworking American patriots that we know, and we love you all. As we gather tonight, millions of Americans are realizing that Joe Biden and the radical left have brought our nation to the brink of ruin. There's never been anything like what has happened? Lunatic leftists are taking over our schools, and radical socialists are taking over our country. And we're not going to let that happen. We're not going to let that happen. And you can't say I didn't warn you, but I also can't say you didn't get out because you got out and voted like no sitting president has ever received votes before. The election was rigged. And by the way, nobody's ever been better to Iowa and the farmers than Trump. I can tell you that. You know that. You know that. First, you rejected Joe Biden by delivering him a humiliating fourth place finish in the Iowa caucuses. You remember that? He came out. He didn't even stick around. He left. Then you came out in record numbers to give us thundering eight-point landslide victory, a big, beautiful victory in November, you proved why Iowa should continue to vote first in the nation. That's right, first in the nation. And Jeff understands that, right, Jeff? First in the nation, Jeff. And just this week, the latest Des Moines Register poll showed that Biden is at a record low 31% approval in Iowa. Who the hell are the 31%? Is anybody here that voted? Any 31%ers? Any you saw some of those polls. Texas is in play. We won by a lot. Florida is in play. We won by a lot. Ohio is in play. We won by a lot. He's down 17 points in the state of Wisconsin. And actually, we won by a lot. Twice. Remember last time they had us down 19 points in Wisconsin and we won? I said, why is that? Why do they do that? Because they want to keep people from going and voting. It's called suppression. There's suppression polls. They should be illegal. But basically, it's the fake news. Oh, you have a lot of people there. Fake news. It's the fake news. As we speak, Joe Biden and the radical left Democrats in Congress are trying to ram through a $5 trillion wild spending binge that costs more than the entire sum the United States has spent on any war in the history of our country. Not only is this the largest spending bill of all time and the largest tax hike of all time, this monstrosity so dangerous for our country and so bad for children and grandchildren to come. This monstrosity is a bill to end America as we know it. It's so bad. And the Republicans have to stay strong. You have to stay strong. 
have to fight. Bring our country back. It's a socialist transformation bill. It's an open borders bill. It's an American energy destruction bill. In Alaska, they killed Anwar. They've been trying to get it since Ronald Reagan couldn't get it. Couldn't get it. And I got it. At That's right. For many, many years, for decades, and now perhaps the biggest drilling site anywhere in the world, as big as Saudi Arabia. And now, you know what they did? They terminated it. Lisa Mikowski, Republican, did a really bad job for the state of Alaska. That I can tell you. It's an illegal race-based discrimination bill. It's a corrupt elections bill. Oh, wait till you look at what they have about your elections. Like, the elections aren't bad enough and corrupt enough. It's a bankrupt Medicare bill. It's a bankrupt Social Security bill. They'll bankrupt both of them. And it's a naked power grab by the likes of Biden and Pelosi and Kamala Harris. Hasn't she done a great job on the border? And Bernie Sanders is in there, too. And Omar. How about Omar? Omar. Omar is in there, too. She doesn't, she doesn't like Israel too much, does she, huh? Didn't she marry her brother, right? She came in, she married her brother. This is nice. And they don't do anything about it. They don't do anything about it. With us, they do everything, right? Oh, they do everything. Congressional Republicans must stand strong. This is not a time for Republicans to fold, to walk away, to quit, to be afraid. Whatever happens, happens. They have to be strong. Don't worry about being impeached. Don't worry about anything. They're worried. One of them was so worried he was going to be impeached. He let everything happen. It was so sad to watch. I watched it. It was really pretty sad. But they just don't seem to have the spine, some of them. Thank you. That was a great word. That's, that's the word I was looking for. You need spine. Here are just some of the ugly surprises hidden in the Democrats' socialist calamity. According to the nonpartisan Joint Committee on Taxation, the Biden spending bill will raise taxes on working families like never, ever before. The Biden plan would make the United States business tax rate dramatically higher and bring it back to one of the highest in the world and actually substantially higher than a place called Communist China. Have you ever heard of it? In fact, taking into account all taxes under Biden's plan, the Democrat bill would give businesses an approximately 100 percent tax advantages to locate jobs in China rather than the United States. Think of it. We're incentivizing people to go to China, but not here. Gee, I wonder why. The Biden plan will build up China and the Republican Party. We want to build up America. Very simple. Biden's socialist bill also includes mass amnesty and free college. Don't get excited for illegal aliens. Not for you, but for illegal aliens. It includes a blowout increase in chain migration, and it eliminates caps on green cards for foreign workers. Lots of luck. 
We had 160 million people working in this country, the highest number by far. African-American, Asian-American, Hispanic-American, women, men, graduates of the top colleges and universities, non-graduates, people that didn't have a high school education, never got a diploma. Every single group had the highest numbers they've ever had. Hundreds of thousands of people are right now pouring into the United States from Haiti. The people coming into our country are uneducated. In many cases, don't speak the language. They don't have the skills that we need to make America great again. Have you ever heard that expression? And they've been, for many, many years, sadly, they've been unemployed. The Democrat bill will also admit every foreign national previously denied under my national security travel ban. Remember, I had the travel ban. Everyone said, oh, what a horrible thing. I said, no, we really don't want people in our country who are going to blow up our cities, if you don't mind. We don't want, we don't want Fifth Avenue blown up. They're having enough time with crime on Fifth Avenue right now, and Chicago, and lots of other places. I, we said we don't, I'm sorry, you know, we want to be politically correct, we want to be nice, I'm sorry. We don't want people that want to hurt our people, that want to hurt our country. I think that's okay. It will include funding for unlimited numbers of unvetted Afghan nationals to be brought to America and given free welfare and government benefits, courtesy of you, the people of Iowa, and the American taxpayer. Congratulations. I'm sure you're thrilled about it, as you have to struggle. And only 3% of the people they crammed into those planes. Remember, they said, oh, the airlift was, oh, it was great. They had no idea who was getting on those planes. We still don't have any idea. Only 3% were qualified to be taken to a place called the United States of America. Isn't that something? 3%. You're going to be hearing from those people over the coming years in a very bad way, right? The Democrat package includes a plan to demolish the U.S. energy industry, which has largely been done in a period of nine months starting with a $630 billion down payment on the Socialist Green New Deal, which is throwing money out the window at the expense of future generations of Americans. The Green New Deal, conceived and made up in about 15 minutes by some radicals sitting around in a room that know nothing about the environment. Their bill includes giant new taxes and fees on American oil, and especially on American gas production that will kill countless oil and gas jobs, devastating workers in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Texas, Oklahoma, North Dakota, and many, many other states. Gas prices and inflation have already skyrocketed. I saw the other day inflation's the highest in 24 years. Think of it. But it's going to go up much more. Get ready. This bill also includes a $1.3 billion payoff to the fake news industry. These people, but we're giving them money. They don't deserve it. By subsidizing and hiring of reporters 
at media outlets all across the country, meaning liberal media outlets. Can you imagine, on top of everything else, billions of dollars is being spent to take care of these people that don't report truth. They don't report truth. They're all going out right now. They're going to buy a new car. Nice one, too. Meanwhile, the media says nothing about Biden's handling of COVID. Despite all of the vaccines that we came up with, therapeutics that we came up, and knowledge that we gave, Biden's come up with this horrible period of time. He hasn't done the job because now we have more people that have died of COVID in 2021 with the vaccines, with the therapeutics. More people died in 2021 than in all of 2020. But the media is silent. They don't talk about that. They hate to talk about that. Can you imagine if I were president and had these numbers? And you know, some people thought, first of all, he didn't get elected. Okay, forget that. But some people said, oh, sir, it was COVID. Incredible. You know, they're allowed to say that about me. They called it illegitimate. They called it everything in the book. It was fine. When I say it, now here's the difference. Hillary conceded. I never conceded, never. Never conceded. No reason to concede. When you look at the numbers of these swing states, and we're going to go over them real quickly in a little while. But when you hear these numbers of swing states, there was no reason to concede. They should have conceded. They did the honest thing, attacking our country. Even though the numbers are greater, they don't have the death watch in the right-hand corner. Remember on CNN, fake news, which is down 80% in ratings. Remember, they had death watch. Death watch. And they'd risk it. We don't have that anymore, but they're losing more people, okay? What's going on? That doesn't sound so, so good. That's because it's fake news. They are the enemy of the people. The Democrat bill contains billions and billions of dollars for unlawful government training programs inspired by toxic and bigoted critical race theory. It's crammed with so-called equity provisions. Equity, you know what equity means? We're going to take it away from you and give it to other people. I don't think they're going to take it away from too many of you. I have a feeling. I don't think they're going to take it away from you. But it's a code word for illegal government discrimination that they want to bring to everything from education to housing to healthcare to our military. They're also giving the IRS the power to destroy people, just like they tried to do with the Tea Party, Christian organizations, and just like they've always been trying to do to me. Yeah, you see that? We fight like hell. We all fight like hell. This bill is a sinister combination of job-killing tax hikes and woke fascism that will destroy our nation. And to think that we had 11 Republicans go along with an extension. Headed up by Mitch McConnell. Can you believe that? Mitch McConnell. 11 Republicans. 
And you know what it does? It gives the Democrats more time, two months, gives them more time to figure it out. They can now have two more months to figure out how to screw us, okay? That's what they did. They approved it. And they should be ashamed of themselves. The radical Democrats will lower the final price tag to try to fool the public. They'll come in, oh, we don't want the five, because it's really five, it's not three and a half. Also, it's not an infrastructure bill. It's 9% infrastructure. The rest is a Green New Deal garbage that you might as well just throw it out, put it in the waste paper basket. Trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars, more than anybody's ever even conceived of, most of it for junk programs that will only hurt our country. But the bottom line will always be a socialist transformation of America if they allow this to happen. So when they talk about the debt ceiling, we have a very powerful card there. We don't want to violate that. But that's more important than what they're going to do by passing this thing that's going to kill our nation. All Americans of common sense, Republican, Democrat, and Independent must stand firm. And you have to really stand strong and firm against Biden, crazy Nancy Pelosi, she's a nut job, and the extreme power grab. And we must declare with one united voice that we cannot allow America to ever become a socialist country. That's what they're doing. But these, these people, the media, who don't cover anything they do that's wrong, anything they do that's okay, they make it like it's the greatest thing that ever happened, and anything we do that's right, they make it sound bad, evil, and corrupt. They are sick people, and they're really hurting our country. The Democrats' multi-trillion dollar spending spree is also going to trigger runaway inflation. And last month, we saw yet another dismal jobs report. Came out yesterday. Did you see those numbers? They were a disaster. In fact, even the radical left newscast is, oh, I think we're looking at six or 700,000. What do you think? Of it? I think 700,000. I think it's 800,000. How about, like, less, really less than 200,000? They're saying, like, whoa, this is bad. And 10 minutes later, well, it's not that bad, actually. It's pretty good. These people are so corrupt. The, the media, look, I don't need to do this, but the media is corrupt. And you know what? When I started, I'm so proud of this, two things I proved. Number one, the elections are totally corrupt in our country. They have been for a long time, but never like they were this last time. They used COVID in order to cheat and rig. And the other thing is how dishonest the media was, because they were at 96% approval rating before I came along, and now they're like in, what, the 20s. They're actually, I think, lower than Congress. Is that possible? We're going to witness that deadly combination of no growth and inflation, or what is known as stagflation. You remember stagflation from the years of Jimmy Carter? That's very good. Whoa, let me see what you owe. She's a historian. Jimmy Carter, stagflation, they were not good years. I was in business, I was saying, this isn't good. It was a bad time for our country, but this will be far worse because the numbers are far bigger. Under my administration, we had the exact opposite. We had low inflation, surging growth, and the greatest jobs presidency in the history of our country. And I said that would happen.
great generals, but not the television guys. These guys are major losers, but... Do you think that General George Patton would have left early out of Afghanistan? Do you think he would have left dead soldiers for no reason whatsoever? And do you think he would have left $85 billion worth of the best equipment anywhere in the world? And you know, Russia and China, they already have samples of our great helicopters. We have the Apache helicopter. We have the best stuff in the world. And they are now re-engineering the equipment there de-engineering, they're taking it apart, they're figuring it out, and very soon they'll be building the best stuff for less money. It's a disgrace. What's happened is a disgrace. Think of it, 600,000 of the best machine guns, rifles, and guns made anywhere in the world. And I read the other day, there's tremendous numbers of our equipment right now being sold on the black market. Isn't that nice? No, General George Patton, you know, I, I saw that movie years ago, and uh, a little while ago, we were at a rally, and it was a great rally, and I said, you know, could you guys ever find that opening to George Patton? Right? That was a great, what a great thing that was. And George C. Scott. George C. Scott. I don't know, did he win the Academy Award? Did the movie? I think so, something like that. They did pretty well, right? But. When you th but that was him. In fact, they actually said that wasn't nearly as tough as the real Patton. That was a softer version of the real Patton. But we need that. You know, we did great. We knocked out 100% of the ISIS caliphate. We had great generals. We had a general. We had a general named Cain. I went to Iraq. I, I don't want to embarrass him because he's not a television general. I'll end up ruining him. He'll probably come out with a bad statement about me because he was told to. But. Uh, we had a general, I flew in and I landed at night. Every window was dark because they thought it would be, this is on Air Force One. I said, isn't that terrible? The lights were all off. They pulled down the shades. The plane was entirely black. They couldn't see it. And I said, isn't that incredible? We've spent trillions of dollars in the Middle East and we can't even land Air Force One with the lights on, right? But I landed. And it was an incredible experience. I got to meet a lot of great, real people, real soldiers, real generals, real officers. We have great generals. And I said to them, they greeted me at the airplane, immediately whisked me inside. I'm saying, you mean with all the money we spent? But I met two generals that could star in any movie. They had that quality. And a sergeant who was unbelievable, could have been a movie star. I said, you know, you're a good-looking guy. You're a tough guy. Yes, sir. But I met General. I said, uh, General Kane, what's your first name? Raisin, sir. Raisin. I said, you mean like a raisin? Yes, sir. I said, you mean your name is General Raisin Kane? I love you, General. I'm, that's, you're what I'm looking for. I'm looking for that. And I said, so, General, they say it's going to take two years, General, to get rid of the ISIS caliphate in Iraq, Syria. And do you agree with that? No, sir. I said, you don't. Well, my Washington television general said two years, and they said we won't be able to do it in that. I disagree, sir. They said, how long will it take? Sir, we can do it in four weeks, maybe less, sir. I said, wait a minute, general. Explain this to me. Well, sir, they would come here, and they're of a higher rank. 
I said, did you ever tell them what you have in mind? No, sir, that wasn't my job. I'm a general. I was at a lower rank. They tell me, sir. They didn't ask. I'm not supposed to do that, sir. I'd like to, and I wanted to, but I couldn't. I said, so you did a plan that they didn't want, right? That's uh, what you want to do now? He said, yes, sir. It's very easy. I said, when you say four weeks, he said, yes, sir, four weeks, and you know what? We're going to have time left over, sir. I said, so what's different? They say two years and you won't do it. You say four weeks and you're going to have time left over. What's the difference? Sir, we'd hit him from five different locations. We'll hit him from the left. We'll hit him from the right. We'll hit him down the middle. We'll be launching from Syria, from Iraq, and from all over. Sir, they only wanted us to fly from this big Air Force base that we have right here, from our big base. And we're very far away, and it's one location. Sir, we have many locations, and we'll hit them from every damn one of those locations. And you know what? I said, well, let me give that a little thought, General. I went back and I listened to the other ones, and I said, they're not good. One of them, Millie, actually told me that when we leave, he told, I know where this came from. He went to Biden. I know exactly where this came from because he told me the same thing. Millie, a real genius. He went, you know, I, I, put the, I put the patent thing up, compare that to Millie, but he said to me the same thing as they did. Sir, it's cheaper to leave the equipment than it is to take it. I said, now wait a minute, and especially being in the construction business, right? I said, so you mean we have a $50 million plane. All it needs is a tank of gas and a pilot. We could have flown over 200 pilots, taken everything out. Millie went up to him, just like he did to me, but I, it was unacceptable. With me, I said, I want every nut, I want every bolt, I want every screw, I want every plane and tank. I want the Apaches, I want everything out. And I even want the hangers, you know, those beautiful canvas hangers that hold these big monster planes, they're massive. I said, I want the hangers, I want the canvas, I want the plastic, I want the fiberglass, and I want the steel. I want everything out. And then we're gonna bomb the hell out of the five or so bases that we don't want. And with Bagram, I hate to say it, but we're gonna keep, we're gonna stay there. You know, it's right next to China. Nice to have a base like that. It's got the longest runway there is. The concrete pad is so thick, I couldn't be in construction. I figured maybe six inches. How about like six feet? Six feet thick. And we left it. They spent supposedly $10 billion building, and we left it in one night, and we left all the equipment. And don't believe them when they say they disabled the equipment. They didn't. You see a couple of helicopters. They didn't disable. They got killed for leaving the equipment. And so they disabled a couple of little old helicopters that equipment is brand new right out of a box, including the night goggles, which are better than the goggles we have. They're later models. And including all of the rifles, machine guns, and guns. They're the latest model, the latest and the greatest. So our enemy of many years has all of that. And it's a shame. It's a shame to see what's happened to our country. It's a shame. But the general was great, so he called me up. I said, General, give it to me one more time. Four weeks, sir. I said, General, go ahead. Thank you, sir, very much. Now, he doesn't give a shit about television. He's a general. Generals aren't supposed to care about that. And when remember this, just to go back for a second, so when Millie told me that, I said, 
What are you, a nut job? Are you stupid? That's when I realized, that was one of the many times I realized he was stupid. Such a phony story they concocted. But one of the many times. But you know what I, I realized? He went into Biden and said the same thing. Sir, it's cheaper to leave the equipment than it is to take it. You know, you'll have a $5 million army tank. You'll have a $30 million helicopter, brand new. You'll have, it's, it's, think of this. Even if you just flew it into Pakistan, it's a very short flight, and then you took your time and taken it. We should have taken everything. Most importantly, we should have never lost 13 warriors. And you know, nobody talks about this, and we should talk about it every time, every time. We also have numerous young people who have lost a leg, lost an arm. In one case, lost two legs and an arm. And nobody talks. We talk about the 13, and we love those 13. And they're looking down on us right now, and they're proud of us because we know what we're doing. But we had some terribly wounded people. And overall, they lost approximately 250 people. That's a terrible thing. Should have never happened. Should have never happened in that location. Should have happened in Bagram, where you have a big, big uh, wall, actually. wall. You're not allowed to say wall. They don't like walls, you know? The Democrats don't want to build a wall. It was almost completed. I had to start it two and a half years later for one reason. I had to fight off all the lawsuits where they were suing me, and we it was just about finished. They would have finished the wall, but what happened with the uh, general, Raising Cane, is called me up, said, Sir, it's done. I said, done. It's done, sir. And we defeated 100% of the ISIS caliphate in record time. Sir, we hit them so hard, they didn't know what the hell was happening, sir. We defeated, we do, we have great generals. We have great soldiers and sailors and everything. I'm so proud of it and so proud of Space Force. Remember, they didn't like Space Force. Space Force got to be very, one of my, our most important. We totally rebuilt the military. But we did this, and that was much tougher than withdrawing from Afghanistan, which we wanted to do. We wanted to do. We give billions and billions of dollars a year to Pakistan, and they don't do anything for us. They don't do anything. They would have helped if we did it the right way. So that's what happened. But we defeated 100% of the ISIS caliphate. Think of that. And we knocked out Soleimani, and we knocked out al-Baghdadi. They didn't know what the hell happened. And I'll tell you what, our country was respected again. I think, to me, uh, Afghanistan is the most embarrassing event in the history of our country. I do think that. And I think that, meaning the withdrawal, we went in there, we didn't fight like we should have. We became a police force instead of the military as we know it. And uh, just, they didn't fight. But you know what? They should have. They did what they did, but to leave in disgrace instead of leaving the way they should have left. It's a crazy, what's happening is so bad for this country, so dangerous for this country. People want other people to stop shooting and knifing people to death in, the, in broad daylight. Did you see the case in Chicago? Gets out of the car, starts shooting somebody, and they just said, we're not going to press charges. And he's right on tape and right on camera. No, it's a terrible thing that's happening. It's uh, sick. Actually, it's sick. And it's only going to lead to the destruction of our country and, 
And other bad things can happen, because I don't think a lot of people are going to take it for much longer. I'll be honest. I don't think they're going to take it. Other countries are emptying their prisons and sending their murderers and drug smugglers and child abusers into the United States. We are becoming a dumping ground. We are a dumping ground for very, very serious criminals. And Joe, you know that. You know, I used to say it's in Guatemala and Honduras and El Salvador. But it's not. It's in many, many countries, many, many, including Middle Eastern countries. They're taking them out of prison. These are seriously tough people, evil people in many cases, and they're dumping them in the United States. We're becoming a dumping ground. Never before has a president shown such contempt for his oath of office. He's supposed to be protecting our country, not destroying our country. Joe Biden has launched a foreign invasion of his own country. Come on in. He said, come in. Not even explainable. You'd say, I used to say it was incompetence, but it's, it is that. But you know what it really is? I don't know. It's almost like evil. They want this to happen because they're paying $6 million a day to contractors to not finish the wall, which could be finished very rapidly. They're paying millions of dollars a day to contractors. And do I know contractors? They're making a fortune. They're making more money now than they would ever make if they built it. But they're paying millions and millions of dollars a day, a week, a month to these contractors not to build the wall. And you wonder, is that incompetence or is that just a bad ideology? You know, it's, it's probably a lot of both. Biden even had the gall to attack our brave border agents in the midst of this nightmarish disaster. And remember the horses? These guys were the horses to keep illegal immigrants out of our country or to keep them at bay. And now they're fighting for their lives, those people. And it wasn't a whip, by the way. They didn't have whips. They didn't have whips. So what, a, what a sad thing is going on. This is about the American people having their country taken away from them. That's what it's really about. Just recently, we got the results of the Arizona forensic audit, but the papers refused to report it the way it was, which showed massive irregularities, to put it nicely. That's a nice word. A few of the findings. 23,344 mail-in ballots came from people who no longer lived at that address. Oh, that's wonderful. The entire margin in the state, remember, or as they say, lost. We didn't lose. But the number they concocted was 10,457. That's what I lost by, 10,000 votes, a little more than 10,000. There was no chain of custody, which you have to have, provided for, listen to this, no chain of custody for 1.9 million mail-in ballots. Now think of that. We need 10,000. There's no chain of custody for 1.9 million. There were 2,500 duplicated ballots with no serial numbers. Oh, they have to have a serial number. What happened to the serial number? There was also missing serial numbers on thousands and thousands of adjudicated ballots. At least 1,900 blank mail-in ballot envelopes were discovered. Well, it's not supposed to be blank. There were numerous bad signatures or mail-in ballot envelopes that should not have been counted. These are all things that they have. 2,000 
081 votes were cast by people who had moved out of the state. Oh, that's wonderful. But, you know, we're talking about Arizona. You're supposed to live in Arizona. 10,324 voters might have voted in multiple counties. Oh, well, that's okay. I vote here. Let's vote in another county, too. Maybe two or three or four. 284,412 ballot images were, quote, corrupt. They quoted, corrupt or missing. Oh, but I only lost by a little more than 10,000 votes. In addition, the auditors discovered that millions of the election-related files, the files, were deleted during and after the election in violation of federal law, including a purge of the election management system software the day before the audit began. Oh, I see. And the Justice Department was scared or impotent. They didn't want to do anything about it. It's been going on for years, but never like this. This, again, they used COVID in order to cheat with all of these ballots and all of this early voting and late voting. Likewise, the Supreme Court refused to hear the case by Texas and almost 20 other states. And now their approval rating is the lowest it's been in memory. They have the lowest approval rating in memory. And I believe it's for the reason that they refused or didn't have the courage. They rule against me all the time, all the time. Very personal rulings. They didn't have the courage to do something about the election. And I believe that's the real reason their ratings or their approval numbers are so low. These horrific findings are now in the hands of the Arizona Attorney General. And let's hope that he does the right thing for our country. I don't know that he will. I don't know that he will. But let's hope he does. Our country needs it. Arizona needs it. And with all of those numbers being so horrible, We did. We did. Thank you. It's very, very sad for our country. The whole world laughs at us on this, too, this, the border, Afghanistan. But with all of those numbers being so horrible, Arizona was, in my opinion, the least corrupt of the other swing states. I think it was the least corrupt. It was so corrupt. You know, they use the word determinative. That means, are there enough votes? Like, for instance, if you had uh, 300 dead people voting, but you needed 10,000 votes, I don't even, I wouldn't even talk about that. But we have a determinative result many, many times over. So many times over. Otherwise, I wouldn't bring it up. It was recently reported that 43,000 absentee ballot votes were counted in DeKalb County, Georgia, that violated the chain of custody rules, 43,000. Georgia was decided by only 11,779 votes. In other words, I needed 11,779 votes. And they have 40,000 here and 20,000 here. There were many other infractions in Georgia. But the Secretary of State Raffensperger and the governor of Georgia, Brian Kemp, who I got elected by giving him an endorsement. Thank you very much for that recommendation to endorse this guy. Absolutely refused to do anything about it. He hurt our 
party and he hurt our country very badly. Kemp was in last place when I endorsed him, and he ended up winning because of my endorsement in a landslide. He's afraid of Stacey Abrams. I don't know what the hell that she's got, but he and the Republicans, but he is afraid of Stacey Abrams and refuses to take on the corrupt Democrats in the state of Georgia. Just refuse it. I know it's, it's fraught with danger. It's fraught with danger, but you have to do it. It's for the country. But think of this. I win Alabama. I love Alabama. I win Alabama by a record vote. A record. I win South Carolina by a record vote. But right next to them is Georgia, and I lose by that much. It doesn't work that way. A new investigation by True the Vote alleges a gigantic illegal ballot harvesting operation involving large numbers of people throughout the state of Georgia and many other places. Why aren't they investigating this stuff? They are not investigating it. Jody Heiss will end up taking over that job, and he'll investigate. Congressman Jody Heiss gave up his absolutely guaranteed seat because he saw what was happening, how corrupt it is in Georgia. Also in Georgia, everybody's heard the water main break story, right? Where people were rushed out of the vote tabulation room because of a water main break. There's a water main break. Everybody leave, they all ran out. But there was no water main break. Only to see a crew of Democrat operatives or whoever come back and start pouring votes into machines from boxes that mysteriously appeared from under a table. From under a table. And the governor found nothing wrong with that, and the Justice Department found nothing wrong with that. And it's on tape. And they, it's like baseball now and football. They do, they do action replays in magnified fortune. They have a fashionable, magnified tape. And you can see just about everything. It's a sad thing. I think they have cases where they had the same one three times, four times, five times. But that was all a fake story. There was no water main break. And then they actually said, no, the water main break took place 250 miles away, somebody said. I don't know if that's correct or not, but they were looking all over the place for a water main. That didn't work out too well. So George is very, very sad. And the law they passed isn't tough enough, by the way. They, they weakened it because Stacey Abrams wanted it weakened. She wanted it weakened, and they do whatever she says. Pretty amazing. I don't know. Hey, hey, maybe she'll be running for president. I'd like that. You know? Let's run against Stacey Abrams. I'd like that. In Pennsylvania, there were reportedly hundreds of thousands of more votes than there were voters. Oh, I see. Philadelphia, more votes than voters. That's a tough one to explain. Why didn't they do something about that? Hopefully, the people of Pennsylvania are angry that this can be allowed to happen and will not allow the Republican majority to be reelected if they don't get to the bottom of it fast. But there's no getting to the bottom. We won the state. You know, I was up by l massive numbers on Election Day. It was even the news was saying, wow. What a big lead in Pennsylvania. I love Pennsylvania. I went to school in Pennsylvania, college. But what a great state and what great people. And I was up by so much, all of a sudden, the booths closed, the tabulation centers are closed, 3 o'clock in the morning. 
And shortly thereafter, we're tied. And then we're losing by just a little bit. It's always we're just losing by just a little bit. No, it's a disgrace. And the U.S. attorney said that he was told by the attorney general not to do anything. U.S. attorney was a pretty tough guy. He was told not to do anything by the attorney general because the attorney general, I think, didn't want to have problems. He was very worried about certain things with regard to himself. And I think it was probably the easy way out. But so bad for our country. The U.S. attorney of Philadelphia in the Philadelphia area said, I was told in writing, said I was told not to do anything, not to pursue it. And Philadelphia was so corrupt. Pittsburgh was very corrupt, they say. But think of it, more votes than you had voters. That's a pretty easy one. We don't have to go into a lot of detail. That's a pretty easy one. In Pennsylvania, thousands of voters reported receiving at least two ballots in the mail. And many others reported receiving mail-in ballots without requesting them. They just happened to flow in. They flowed in. On Election Day, thousands of people were complaining that they weren't allowed to vote because they were told that their ballot had already been cast. How many people, you're in Iowa, you had a good, clean, you have a great governor, you had a clean, who happens to be here? Kim, if you had more votes than you had voters, would that bother you? When they say, sir, you have more votes than voters, and they don't want to do anything about it. They complained vehemently, some laughed and discussed. Think of it, people walk in, and they're proud. And the Republicans tend to vote on Election Day, and the Democrats tend to use ballots, right? Maybe they're better off using ballots the way it happened, because it was a shocker. But people would walk in, and they were proud people. They don't want anybody playing with the ballots. They don't want anything to go wrong. So I'm going to vote on Election Day. They get up, and they get out, and they vote. And they go, and they say, uh, I'd like to vote. I'm sorry, ma'am. You've already voted. I haven't voted. I just came here. No, no, ma'am, I'm sorry you voted. This happened by the thousands and thousands. And you know what? Some would walk out laughing in disgust. Some walked out crying. So many complaints. It's such a disgrace. There's never been anything like this ever happened in our country before. And I think everybody has a good idea who got those votes. Do you ever see some of those so-called lockboxes? I call them unlockboxes. 97% of the vote goes to Sleepy Joe Biden. 97. I said, you know, I did really well in that state. I don't think I only got 3%. You got to look at those boxes. You have to look at the tabulation, at the numbers, the unlockboxes. In Michigan, the legislature found that over 300,000 people were listed on the voter rolls even though they hadn't voted in over 20 years. Oh. And again, in Detroit, which is known as the single most corrupt election venue in the country for many years, but nobody wanted to look at that, there were many more votes than there were voters. And if you saw the percentage of errors on the vote, it was almost infinitesimal, where even four years ago, when you didn't have all the mail-in ballot and all of the, you know, it wasn't like it was this time, uh, they had 4%. This year, we had none with mail-in ballots. They had almost nothing. And then I have to listen to people, and they say there was no fraud. 
was no fraud. Over 40 years, bellwether counties have correctly predicted every election. Bellwether counties, a big deal. I won almost every bellwether county, more than any other president. I won 18 out of 19. No president has ever done that. 18 out of 19. If you got just a small number, you win. I won 18 out of 90, the most any president's ever won. Think of it. We won 27 out of 27 toss-up House races. We won all 27. So they like to say, well, the people in the House were more popular than Trump. No. I made robocalls for them. I made calls for them. I helped them. And some of them said to me, a lot of them said, you know, it's impossible. We got X percentage of vote. I got more than you. But you were much more popular in my district than I was. It's amazing. That's what happened to our country. I had numerous calls from people saying, sir, it's not possible that I beat you. Every poll, every, there was no way that I beat you. This election was rigged. They said that. This election was rigged. And no presidential candidate has ever lost an election while winning Florida, Ohio, and a place called Iowa. First time it's ever happened. So think of it. Think of it. Think of it. In the history of our country, if you win Iowa, Florida, and Ohio, no president has ever, if you win that, you don't lose. Never happened. All these elections, so many years, Never happened. Thank you very much, Iowa. We love you. Thank you. Joe Biden lost with the African-American population to former President Barack Hussein Obama in every single state other than the five swing states. In other words, the only states that were going to determine the election, although I think a lot of other states were corrupt also, but the only swing states, the swing states that determined that's where Biden won with the African-American population. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I don't believe that. In other words, the election was a fraud. And if we want to save our country and make America great again, we have only one choice. We must elect strong and unyielding America First Republicans at every level. And we must pass a complete overhaul of our entire election system to ensure it's free, fair, honest, and able to be fully and quickly audited. You know, I tell a lot of these Republicans in Congress and all, they don't want to get involved. And I say, uh, go ahead, let's go. go. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for your support. You've been incredible. Iowa's been incredible. But I tell a lot of these Republicans, some rhinos, but people that do like us, people that love the country, sir, think to the future. You shouldn't go back to the past. You have to think. I say, you know, I've been doing this stuff a long time now. Not as long as most of us, but for a long time. And I'm telling you, the single biggest issue, as bad as the border is, it's horrible. 
horrible what they're doing. They're destroying our country. As bad as that is, the single biggest issue, the issue that gets the most, the most pull, the most respect, the biggest cheers, is talking about the election fraud of 2020 presidential election. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. And these guys will say, and they mean it. You have some bad guys, and then you have the Democrats. They don't want to be caught. You know, a lot of the steal, a lot of what they do is they don't want to talk about it because they know we're so close. They don't want to talk. And when they say cancel and cancel culture, you know why it's canceled? It's not canceled for any other reason. It's canceled because they don't want anyone talking about the election. You can't, they don't write about it. I'll bet you their damn cameras went off. They don't talk about it. They don't want write about it because they know they got caught. They know they got caught. All you have to do is listen to the numbers. And remember what I said. Arizona was more honest than the other states, in my opinion. Much more honest than some of them. But the single biggest topic that they want, people that love our country, because they said, you know, if you don't solve this, people aren't going to vote in 22 and 24. They don't want to go through this again. When we have numbers, when I go to Arizona or Pennsylvania and Pennsylvania, Butler, Pennsylvania, I had 58,000 people show up in a small town in the middle of Pennsylvania just before the vote. And I said, it's not possible to lose this. That's like the ultimate poll. He would go there and he'd have eight circles and he couldn't fill them so the press would stand there. They couldn't fill eight circles. We had 58,000 people. I go to Arizona. I went twice. We had 38,000, 42,000, I think maybe even a third time, well over 40,000. And I left, I said, not possible to lose. And then all of a sudden you lose just by a whisper. Now, fraudulent numbers shouldn't take months to accumulate with Democrats and Rhino Republicans in the way of every single step we take. They're in the way. We got them by surprise. You know, we all got them by surprise in 2016. And they said, we'll never let this happen again. They worked hard for four years and yet we did far better in 2020 than we did in 2016. It was a rigged election. You know, it's very interesting. A reporter from one of the people standing back there, big one, on the liberal side, said, what was the difference between 2020 and 2016? I said, well, the primary difference was I did much better in 2020 than I did in 2016. The rallies were bigger. The enthusiasm was even greater, if that's possible. And we got far more votes, almost 75 million votes, more than any sitting president has ever gotten. Last time we got 63, we got 12 million more votes. No president in history has ever gotten that many more votes from the time before, not even close. So we got 63 million in 2016. I was told by the best pollster, supposedly the best pollster, I won't use his name because you have other good pollsters, but you have mostly really bad pollsters evil pollsters, crooked pollsters. But they came to me and they said, sir, you got 63 million votes. If you get 64 million votes, you can't lose. If you get 65, it's over, sir. I got almost 75 million. Probably I got 85 million, but who the hell knows? And we lost, they say. 
And our country is paying a very big price, as everybody knows. And by the way, you know who was one of our best supporters in Congress? A guy named Chuck Grassley, one of our best supporters on election fraud. Were you lying? Did you leak? And he's actually be trying to be nice, but the voice is so tough, he scares the hell. Remember, he scared the hell out of Comey. Did you leak? Uh, yes, I did. I'm sorry. Like Perry Mason. As everybody here knows, my new slogan was going to be, make America remember this. Remember? It was supposed to be something a little different than make America great. It was supposed to be keep America great. But America's not great right now, so we're using the same slogan, make America great again. And we may even add to it, but we'll keep it. Make America great again again, because we already did it, right? We're gonna make America great again again. No, I, I had a whole big deal, and it was all good, and you know, uh, it was just gonna be keep America great, because we made it great. Our military was rebuilt, our economy was great, our job numbers were the best. We had the best country we've ever had, and in nine months, a little more, They've destroyed our country. So I can't say, keep America great. So I'm back to make America great again. Dash, slash, comma, again. Make America great again, again, I don't know. What do you like better? It's really, you think about it, it's, if you think about it, it's more accurate. Make America great again, again. Because we made it great. Now we have to make it great again. So it's one of those things. But make America great again. Our nation's comeback begins in November 2022 when we're going to reclaim the House and we're going to reclaim the United States Senate. <laughs> Senator Chuck Grassley. I'm thrilled to announce tonight that Senator Chuck Grassley has my complete and total endorsement for re-election, Chuck. I was born at night, but not last night. So if I didn't accept the endorsement of a person that's got 91% of the Republican voters in Iowa, I wouldn't be too smart. I'm smart enough to accept that endorsement. Thank you. Be careful going down there. He's a great guy. He is a great gentleman. Your governor, Kim Reynolds. Kim, great job. I said, Kim, do you want me to endorse you tonight or later? She said, sir. This is Chuck Grassley's night. How nice is that? So, if you would, give it to me sometime in the very near future, if you don't mind. I thought that was very nice, Kim. Most people wouldn't say that. They say, give it to me now. But she's been an incredible governor, done a great job, loves, loves our farmers, our people, loves everybody. Respected. And she's had some tough races, and she always comes out on top. She's smarter and she's tougher. So I'll be talking to you soon about an endorsement, Kim. I refuse to, I refuse to do it now, Kim, okay? <laughs> I kept my promises. I kept my promises to Iowa. I kept my promises to everybody. And now the Democrats want to send 
$10 billion to Afghanistan, despite the fact that when Biden hopelessly surrendered to them just a month ago and moved our military out first, we left them with the $85 billion of the finest military equipment in the world. And now he wants to give them $10 billion of your taxpayer money on top of everything else. And we shouldn't do that unless, here's an idea, we have breaking news. Unless they're willing to give back 100% of the military equipment that our television generals left behind. Does that, is that a good idea? I mean, you hate to give them 10, but it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't give them any money unless they gave us back the equipment. I wouldn't do anything. And remember this, we also have American hostages over there. They haven't played that game yet. They will. They look at us now like we're stupid people. So we shouldn't be giving them $10 billion. And if we do give them $10 billion, we demand every ounce of equipment back, and we want our hostages back immediately. And if we don't get our hostages back, and you know the amazing thing about politicians? I've never heard that idea. That idea has never been thrown around. They don't even think of these things. But think how much sense. I don't want to give them $10 billion, but if we're going to give them, let Russia give them money, by the way. Let Iran give them money. That's their territory, and they're right there. We're doing their work for them, and then we're supposed to keep them going. Biden's giving them $10 billion so that he doesn't look bad. No, we want our hostages back immediately, and we want our equipment back immediately, and then we can start talking about doing what we should be, what we could do. I wouldn't mind doing it under those circumstances. We want our hostages back. We want our equipment back. And then we can start talking about that. Our soldiers are heartbroken at what happened in Afghanistan. They wanted to win. They wanted to be respected. They wanted to show strength. And our television generals wouldn't allow them to do that. Just imagine how hard China is laughing when they see our woke politicians and woke generals injecting poisonous ideologies into our schools and into our military. You've seen the military of China. You've seen what they have. A million soldiers standing out in the square. Do you think they're told about the things that we're telling our soldiers and our school children? They laugh in our face. They think we're a failing nation. And I ended all of that. But one of the first things they did when Mitch McConnell said, we have to get back to business, Mitch McConnell should have challenged that election because even back then, we had plenty of material to challenge that election. He should have challenged the election. Schumer would have challenged the election. But Mitch McConnell didn't have the courage to challenge the election. He's only a leader because he raises a lot of money and he gives it to senators. That's the only thing he's got. That's his only form of leadership. He should have challenged the election. He said, now we have to get back to work. We have to get back. And the first thing that happened is Biden signed 17 executive orders that were devastating to our country. And now the Democrats want $6 billion in new federal funding to teach critical race theory, which I ended in our schools at the same time that Biden is unleashing the FBI on parents who stand up and object 
at school board meetings. The parents are the enemy. Biden is using federal law enforcement to threaten and silence citizens who oppose radical left indoctrination. To Joe Biden, the hated Taliban, our enemy for many years, killed many soldiers. We killed many of them. Is an enforced upon us partner because of their weakness and their stupidity, while patriotic American moms and dads are the enemy. That's what's happened to our country. Along with the constant use of city, state, and federal prosecutors, this chilling left-wing tyranny is the kind of thing you see in Russia and China and third-world dictatorships. It's un-American. It's got to stop. We're not going to have a country left. We're not going to have a country left. The only thing the radical Democrats are good at is hoaxes, witch hunts, and abuses of power. You saw where the Russia, Russia, Russia was a totally made up and paid for by the Democrats and crooked Hillary scheme. For five straight years, it has been a con job one after another, one con job after another, a nonstop parade of fake whistleblowers, phony investigations, twisted conspiracy theories, and very, very perverted lies. First, it was Russia, Russia, Russia. I said, I don't know anything about Russia. Three days before I got sworn in, they said, we're going to impeach Trump. And I, I mean it. I had to run a country, and I had to survive. Those were my two jobs. And the surviving was tougher than running the country. But then it was Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Remember that? A phone call, perfect phone call. In fact, some of the senators said, I never knew he could be so nice. I, the call was so good. And I got impeached. But we had impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the witch hunt against Justice Kavanaugh, Supreme Court justice. It was a witch hunt. And then it became, and that's what we're doing now. Every story you see, they'll quote all these numbers and all this stuff, and there's many more. This was just a small sampling of the things that they found. And every story, these fake people, crooked people write, they say, there is no evidence of election fraud. You ever see that? You read the papers, you're reading about this, that. then they say, while there is no action, there is no election fraud. While these claims are totally unsubstantiated. They are. There's massive evidence. Or it's a big lie. Remember that? The big lie. That's what they say. While it's a big lie, and on MSDNC, which is also dying in the ratings, but between the two of them. That's why I really thought that MSDNC and CNN would sometime prior to the election endorse me. We want Donald Trump because their ratings have gone down the tubes. But they called it the big lie. But the big lie turned out to be the corrupt election itself. But you ever notice where you always read in there, while there is no evidence to prove this, there's so much evidence, it's pouring out of our ears. We've never had so much evidence. And let them look at it, let them go over it, or let them prove it's wrong. But the people of this country, whether it's Arizona or Georgia or Wisconsin or Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and if you look at all of Michigan and others, 
the people get it more so than the politicians. With that being said, we have some great, great Republican politicians, and they proved that on Thursday when they totally decimated the people that were making the Arizona presentation in Congress. Andy Biggs, Jim Jordan, Congressman Clyde. They totally devastated. It's funny, they were going point after point, you know, all bullshit, these other people, all given all bullshit. And within about 10 minutes, it was proven that the whole thing was a fraud. But the press didn't want to report it. The left's new obsession is the unselect committee. They have an unselect committee. I call it the unselect. It's called the select committee, for those of you that aren't that aware. We have appointed a select committee. You know who's on the committee? Swalwell, who likes the uh, Chinese spy. Why aren't they investigating Swalwell? What a sleazebag. Why aren't they investigating him? For being with, I say being, being with. What is being with? I'll give you a definition afterwards. For being with a Chinese spy. Why does he have to be with a Chinese spy? And he's on the big committees. But we have all these people. And then, of course, we have the warmonger, Liz Cheney, a, a real She's a real beauty. She's going to lose big in Wyoming. I think she's down to 9% approval. Terrible. But as I've said before, the truth is a force of nature. It's going to come out. It's all coming out. Hang in there. Everything the extreme left touches throughout history, it leads to misery and destruction and failure. But with all of you in Iowa and conservative patriots all across the country, we will end their reign of radicalism and we will take back America. We're going to take back America. And we will teach our children to love their country, honor our history, and to always respect our great American flag. You will not be bossed by incompetent, dishonest, disgusting politicians, by big tech tyrants, by left-wing bullies or anybody else, because we are a great, proud, and sovereign people. We are a great, proud, and sovereign nation. We are born free. We will live free. And we will win again like we've never, ever won before. Our ancestors summoned the courage to fight and win. Our independence and wars against the most powerful nations on Earth. We won the First World War. We won the Second World War. Afghanistan, we couldn't even take our troops out properly. Think of it. They stormed the beaches to crush fascism. They found the strength to topple communism. And that's what's happening with our country today. Communism. Communism is happening with our country today. We're not going to let it happen. We will not be afraid of woke agitators who despise our country, hate our people, and ultimately want us to lose. They want us to lose. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have as long as we remember 
that we are proud and mighty Americans. We will not bend, we will not break, we will not yield, we will never give in, we will never give up, we will never ever back down, and we will never ever surrender. We will never surrender like they just did in Afghanistan. You are the people that built this country. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. God bless you. Thank you, Iowa. Thank you very much. I'll see you soon. Thank you. But as I said before, the truth is a force of nature. It's going to come out. It's all coming out. Hang in there.